0: For our weekly GMS-focused topic, we're going to turn our attention to what's happening out of North Korea. More satellite imagery seems to indicate the North's impending nuclear test at its Punggye site. Series of photographs captures the rebuilding of tunnels at this very site. But we've been hearing about the possibility of another nuclear test since early this year. So what exactly is looming and what hangs in the balance for the future of inter-Korean relations? For some insight, we're joined by Professor Kim Byung Ju of the Hankuk University of Foreign Studies. Good morning, Professor Kim. Good morning. Uh, so let's dive right in. The hottest impending issue on North Korea in recent days has been the imminent nuclear test. But in hindsight, we have been hearing about the possible seventh test since the beginning of the year. So why so much talk for so long, and why do we think it could take place anytime? And then, of course, why the delay so far?
1: Right, it's already kind of uh, late June where we stand at this point. But the thing is, as as we entered the new year 2022, we've been hearing about the possibility of uh, new latest nuclear weapons, and there are several reasons. Uh, first of all, uh, North Korean internal uh, political reasons. Uh, this year ha- is supposed to mean. Uh, something very special for North Korean regime mm-hmm. to begin with. Uh, at the end of last year and beginning of this year, kind of marks the 10th year anniversary of Kim Jong Un's, the current ruler Kim Jong Un's uh, reign mm-hmm. uh, in North Korea. He became a North Korean leader 10 years ago, so mm-hmm. that's one. And then Kim Jong Il, his father. Uh, if he had been alive uh, it could have been his uh, 80th birthday yeah. uh, february 16th. and they all celebrate uh, his uh, the, their leaders uh, birthday whether dead or alive so his right. right. birthday for kim jong il uh, right. kim jong un's father uh mid february and then uh, most uh, the biggest one is the uh, april 15 uh, celebration that's uh, 110th anniversary of birthday of North Korea's founder Kim Il-sung, they call it Tangja, the Day of Sun. And so that's the 110th anniversary. So they have all these things lined up for Mm. for celebration. And uh, at this, you know, important year of celebration, the expectation had been that North Korea will uh, come out with something really big. Mm. Uh, And, you know, the the, the overall and also, you know, like uh, externally, what we know is in south korea the government has changed and uh, moon government which was more reconciliatory and was seeking dialogue with north korea is gone now and new Yun government conservative government that has a different stance towards north korea has come in and usually it has been a tradition uh, as we look back every time there's a conservative government uh, coming into the office. Mm. North Korea would turn out uh, with their their very aggressive postures. Uh, mm. Every time, um, you know, like uh, conservative presidents like Lee e- e Myung-bak and Park Geun-hye, mm. uh, as they enter the office, they would reach out to North Korea. They, they'll have messages to North Korea, mm. a peaceful dialogue, and then so on. And then North Korea always responded with very tough provocations so mm. the expectation had been that as the new uh, union government uh, comes in uh, the union government was elected in march and and as it was preparing to to come into office general expectation was that north korea will come up uh, come out with very provocative action which will be a nuclear test mm. uh, biden policy also has to do with it as well uh, mm. trump was uh, actively engaged with dialogue but biden uh, was a bit bringing the, the, the time clock back to something similar to Obama's strategic uh, patience. It, mm-hmm. They deny that it's a strategic patience policy anymore. But on on the outside, it's more mostly likely resembling it because, uh, you know, it was saying uh, we will engage if North Korea goes for complete, uh, you know, the irre- irreversible denuclearization. So in that sense, the same thing. So considering all this together, mm-hmm. North Korea, a lot of people thought that has a Very strong option and strong likelihood of going with a nuclear uh, test. The thing is, uh, but why is it that the late June now we haven't seen one? Uh, Several international factors could explain a Ukraine situation uh, that has taken away the attention uh, from uh, Korean Peninsula. Mm. Uh, They they might have thought that it cannot really add a real impact as much of impact when things are so noisy on the other side of the globe in Europe. Uh, China's Corona situation also might be when China faces a grave, uh, grave, you know, serious situation at home. North Korea detonating bomb may not go well uh, with with China, and indeed, we have evidence that China has been pressure, pressuring North Korea not to carry on this uh, test. Uh, it's mm. it's been. Uh, there. Uh, that's uh, noticeable. So those kind of things. And together with South Korea's uh, you know, strong joint military operations, joint military exercises that has been underway between Yun and Biden government, those factors uh, may, may have played a role in delaying, uh, forcing the delay of the test so far. Uh,
0: Professor Kim, we have seen North Korea testing as nuclear capabilities before, but if indeed Pyongyang does undertake the nuclear test this time around... What will be its significant and uh, does a conservative party's more hardline stance make a significant difference?
1: Uh, yeah, the the thing is, uh, this one when it gets materialized, as you as you mentioned, it will be the seventh test, and yeah. uh, the first test took place two thousand six, right. and since then, second one was uh, like twice, three times more powerful, two thousand nine. Right. Third one was about double of that power uh, the second one, two thousand thirteen. And then uh, f- the the fourth one was about same as the third one, t- uh, 2016. And then uh, they doubled the 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 power of detonation, and the at the fifth one, uh, mm-hmm. 2016, when they tried, they they detonated twice in 2016, fourth and fifth. Mm-hmm. And then the last one was uh, 2017. It was really mm-hmm. big. It was. Uh, something 10 times more powerful than the fifth one. So mm-hmm. if you draw a chart according to what I said, it's really fast rising curve. And mm-hmm. they say this seventh one will be much more powerful than the sixth one. And at the same time, they may show something like uh, capability of, uh, kind of tactical nuclear weapons, smaller size, much lighter, uh, you know, lighter uh, explosive. And in that case, it will be a, another huge progress. North Korea stabilizing their their capabilities so uh, indeed and many eyes are closely watching at this point and this will mean big step uh, and then kind of really wrapping up the completion of the North Korea's uh, nuclear uh, weaponization so that's why mm. it, it attracts so much attention at this point.
0: Uh, this year has also been an unprecedented year in terms of the number of North Korean missile firings so far. How would the nuclear test relate to the missile firings and vice versa?
1: Yeah, the the thing is, uh, missiles are a delivery method of the the bombs, and mm-hmm. so uh, you know the, the the big question has been whether North Korea has the capability to to strike uh, United States, uh, you know, persuasive no make you know no nonsense capability, realistic capability to strike the United States. So in that sense, delivery vehicles very very important, and that's why they have tried so many times this mm-hmm. year so far in terms of missiles, and that has attracted a lot of attention. Now, uh, lighter uh, and more powerful bomb that they're developing and possibly testing soon could mean really credible capability to hit the United States and at the same time also hit South Korea and mm-hmm. Japan within shorter range of missiles as well. So missiles and bombs, they have to come together.
0: All right, so that could together be an indication of something to keep tabs on, clearly. Uh, about the nuclear test itself, we hear about the Punggye-ri site all the time. In fact, the latest satellite images seem to focus um, on the Punggye-ri site specifically, That the latest report coming from Beyond Parallel. And at the second Trump-Kim summit, didn't the U.S. also disclose multiple nuclear sites in North Korea? So why always fixate on the Punggye-ri site specifically?
1: Right. That's a great question. The thing is, test site is something where they detonate the bomb. They they would like to publicize it. They like to let the world know that they have the capability. And uh, the other nuclear sites that were discussed in Hanoi, uh, disclosed by Donald Trump, was the sites that develop or process their nuclear material. And those sites, uh, they have to keep them undercover, keep them in secret. So... Uh, that's why when trump uh, disclosed all these different sites around north korea the world was shocked indeed the thing is testing site has been only one because of this publicity the, the opposite uh, reason they want to publicize it so uh Punggye site is the place where they have been testing their nuclear weapons ever since 2006 the mm. first test uh you know and it has been that way all the time the thing is they uh, they have uh, four different uh, tunnels there and the first tunnel was T- used for the first test, and afterwards it was kind of it kind of got worn out. After one test, it ran out of its function. But second tunnel was the one that they used for second through sixth test, mm-hmm. and now they're talking about uh, third and fourth tunnels uh, possibly being used for this uh, the the newest seventh mm-hmm. test this time. And we see uh, much of the movement and evidence that they are trying to. Uh, you know, get uh, tunnel three and four ready. They're, they're, North Korea 2018 uh, on the surface destroyed these tunnels. Right. You know, when the when the U.S. North Korea talk was going on, right. but they've been rebuilding in uh, in, in recent months and and years. And now they're getting tunnel three and four ready simultaneously. And they're saying, but they may use one for really big weapon, and then they may use the other one for for light one, tech, one for strategic weapon, the other one. For, for a tactical weapon. So very interesting development.
0: Uh, From the American perspective, that might seem like one step backwards. If North Korea does detonate with a nuclear bomb, uh, Professor Kim, how would the U.S. respond? Because we have been hearing many words on its military readiness and stern response, but the picture does not seem entirely clear.
1: Right, right. Uh, There have been so many different words, but not as much of specifics. Right. But what we know is uh, so far. I mean, they have had talks. Uh, was it two weeks ago? I guess in Singapore, defense ministers got in uh, got into dialogue. Uh, you know, defense ministers from United States, South Korea, and Japan. Uh, they they talked with one another. Shangri La Dialogue in Singapore about two weeks ago. And then about a week ago, I think last week, uh, Park Jin, Korea's foreign minister, was in in Washington, talking to his counterpart, uh, Blinken uh you know uh, sector of state there and they were all these defense secretaries and then uh you know the defense uh, the foreign affairs ministers they were talking about these possible measures in response to this new test and looks like what's uh, coming together as as a one big picture is that they are going to show uh demonstrate uh, the the force uh, readiness to strike back if the uh, north korea's provocation gets into a real reality and so we will see some mobilization of uh, what they call strategic assets, uh, aircraft carriers and uh, strategic bombers flying over North Korea, uh, showing that we have the capability to strike back if it's this it's real. So mm. show force would be something that we can expect from the United States.
0: Mm. Then, what about the response from the world community? Because the UN does have sanctions in place, but in this discussion, it does feel obsolete at times.
1: Uh, Indeed. Uh, What we have seen for the last uh, several years, 15, 16 years, ever since North Korea first tried their nuclear uh, test, we have seen about 12 to 13 uh, United Nations Security Council resolutions. And uh, some of them very strong, many of them pretty weak. Mm. Uh, The thing is, this time, as we know, you and I know, everybody knows, Uh, United States' relationship with China and Russia is at at its lowest. And uh, China and Russia, they are two of the five permanent members of the UN Security Council. So uh, there is a great pessimism that if North Korea tests their bomb this time, uh, you know, whether United Nations Security Council can come up with any stronger than than before kind of uh, Security Council resolutions or not. And pessimism seems to be prevailing at this point. So United Nations action this time, not much expectation on that side. Uh,
0: if the nuclear test does in fact take place, Professor Kim, how would it affect the inter-Korean relations for the next five years under the Yun government? As you've highlighted several times, the Conservative Party usually does have a hardline stance against North Korea.
1: The thing is, uh, you know, uh, Moon government, in my own view, has tried what South Korea had to. Just like uh, Kim Dae-jung government tried sunshine policy. We wanted to change North Korea to the sunshine policy. And with earnest effort, we learned that's not going to happen. Mm. Uh, we wanted to uh, persuade North Korea to, to uh, build down their nuclear weapons through the dialogue through Moon government's uh, peace process policy and, and we learned that it was not going to work. So uh, this time, uh, this government, the UN government will have to go with a new realization that, that and, and the realization that has been in place for a long time, but, but the, the other side had to be tested, that's all. But the, the, the belief that uh, in this situation, there's nothing South Korea and United States can do to change North Korea. So focus now has to be on our side how ready we are, uh, what kind of response we can offer, which means how can we deter North Korea from taking aggressive actions using these nuclear weapons. The Mm -hmm. process so far has been trying to persuade them to destroy and dismantle their nuclear weapons, and more and more people are now uh, concluding that that's not going to happen, Mm -hmm. and we really have to ready ourselves Mm -hmm. uh, with enough capability to strike back so North Korea will be Uh, dissuaded uh, from Mm -hmm. taking aggressive actions going forward. So for sure, that's going to be the future policy uh, direction for this government and then U.S. government as well.
0: Thank you very much, Professor Kim, for the much-needed balance perspective this morning. We'll speak to you again next week. Thank you very much.